Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. This is the best of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote as well. Pro customers at Lowe's save 5% on every purchase every day when you use your Lowe's business credit account. That's 5% on all purchases in store or online subject to credit approval, U.S. only. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Wednesday. Thanks for rolling in with Outkick the Coverage this morning. And boy, have we got a doozy of a story that is going to, I think, hopefully, make us all more intelligent and make the world a better place by the time we finish this conversation. Will it? I don't know. I have my doubts. We live in a polarized era. We live in an era where reasonable people can no longer have conversations. That's the battle that OutKick fights every single day. And last night, um, as I was getting ready for bed, one of the OutKick crew sent me a link to a story that I found to be pretty fascinating that deals with the intersection of sports, race, politics, and everything else associated with those dynamics. And it is this. Um, a A video has emerged showing Virginia Tech's women's lacrosse team And they are singing along, and I bet you have this song somewhere. Danny G, I'm going to come to you early. Do we have the song Freaky Friday by Lil Dicky? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, let me uh, pull that up. All right, pull that up. I am not an expert. I am not an expert in modern day rap or really modern day music in general. I, I My kids are not old enough to be all in on new music, and I kind of stick to my uh, tried and true uh, 90s and 2000 songs that I was comfortable with then maybe some early 20 2010s so uh, my bet is also the vast majority of you across the country who are starting off your day um, have uh, are also similar to me that you're not like regularly listening to Freaky Friday by Lil Dicky um, and maybe I've heard this song maybe I have not I'm not out at the bars as much as I used to be uh, but I want to play this song for you guys, and I'm assuming. Here we go. I woke up and I'm Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky? <sighs> what the heck? Man, this is real weak. How's staying perched up on his like that? Walking down the street and ain't nobody know my name. Whoa. Ain't no paparazzi flashing pictures. This is great. Whoa. Ain't nobody judging because I'm black or my controversial past. I'm going to go and see a movie and relax. Hey, I'm a blood, but I can finally wear blue. Cool. Why's his mama calling all the time? Leave me the heck alone. Damn. Wait, if I'm in Diggy Body, Breezy is who? Huh. Hope my daughter's in school. Wait, if I was Chris Brown, where would I be? What would I do? I woke up in Chris Brown's body. So how this shit turn into Freaky Friday? But we got no choice but to turn this sideways. All right, so you get a sense for what the song is there. It's an upbeat, enjoyable, you know, sort of like party anthem, for lack of a better way to describe it, that is popular with many college kids right now. Well, in the wake of the Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team winning their game against Elon on sad last Saturday, so just a few days ago, uh, the team was listening to this song and they were singing along uh, with the song. Uh, they shared it on Snapchat. Um, a, a junior on the team did. Took a video of the team sending along, singing along with this song on Snapchat to celebrate their win. And she put it up on Snapchat. And immediately it turned into a controversy. I believe we have a 12 second or so. Do we have that ready, guys? Because you just heard the song, but we have like a 12 second or so long segment. And you always know that playing audio on this show, we have about a 30% success rate. So let's see if we can play it. But it's the members of the Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team singing along. Here it is. All right, so there are quote-unquote racial slurs in the song, and these are white girls singing along with it. It has turned into a massive controversy, and it is uh, it is now kind of ricocheting throughout social media outrage internet. The coach has responded, telling the Roanoke Times, this is a teachable moment. It's not something that we're proud of. The team is very apologetic and sorry. There's nobody of any color that should say it, period. There's nobody that should say it. Now, when I saw this story, what immediately jumped out to me was what I often talk about on this show. We have lost all ability to distinguish and contextualize in modern day life. And so... 
this idea that if you sing along with a rap song, which is wildly popular, and you are a minority, you are not a minority, then you are being racist. And that, to me, doesn't strike me as being a legitimate perspective on a story like this. Again, this was, if you're familiar with Snapchat, and some of you listening to me probably aren't, but if you're familiar with your kids using it, this is a short, you know, 15-second, you know, video, basically, that was posted on Snapchat. Somebody was offended because they are singing along, again, to the lyrics of a popular right uh, uh, song, and there's a major controversy that has emerged. Uh, and the teacher, I mean, the, the coach said there was no malice involved. I'm reading from his quotes in the Roanoke Times. They just thought they were singing along to a song. They had just won. They're singing songs. The first couple of songs were Disney songs. They were celebrating. They were dancing and they were excited. They're good kids that made a bad decision. We're trying. And this is like he's throwing himself. They're the 17th ranked team in the country in women's lacrosse. Probably be the only time we talk about women's lacrosse on this story. Uh, and tonight they play uh, number five, North Carolina. We're trying to do what's right, the coach said. This isn't something that we sweep under the rug. The team is extremely sorry. They're trying to make it right. And I know we'll never make it right with anybody. But this is a moment that defines the program. But yet a moment will help the program be better. They've got to be educated to make better decisions. They've got to know what's socially acceptable, and I think they're learning all those things. It's a lot on me as the leader. People forget an amazing line here, I'm a minority. Uh, Song is a uh, Asian uh, minority. Um, The Virginia Tech Athletic Administration has also met with the team uh, and asked if there would be disciplinary action they said we're working through everything still. Uh, all of these ridiculous comments. Now, again, this is a popular rap song. And I, th- I think about this because it's connected to athletics, obviously, with Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team. But it's happening now every now and then that people are getting triggered across college campuses. I think it happened at the University of, of Memphis re- recently when a white fraternity guy was doing karaoke at a charity event and he rapped along to a Kanye West song, which had a racial slur on, in it. Uh, again, most of the time, and I'm not an expert in, uh, in, 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 the, uh, in the breakdown of racial slurs. To my knowledge, I've never used one in popular parlance uh, in discussion. But there is a difference between a word ending in A and a word ending in ER. And I also think... And call me crazy, if this is a wildly popular song, we have to consider the context here. Do you think a bunch of 18 and 19 and 20-year-old girls are being racist when they rap along with a popular rap song as part of their celebration of a victory? They are paying homage. They are crediting the the talent here who has created this song by embracing what he has created and not editing themselves as they are singing along to me if a word is so destructive that it can never be uttered aloud even as part of a joyful prideful anthem 
by anyone other than black people, then the song shouldn't be released by a major music label. We can't have different standards for speech in this country predicated on things that you don't control, such as the color of your skin. That is my position. I am curious on your positions. And again, I'm trying to have a reasonable discussion here about the intersection of race and sports through Virginia Tech's women's lacrosse team. They are rapping along to a popular song. How popular is this song right now, uh, Danny G? You're more plugged in with what the obviously the current music is because you're picking all the songs. Yeah. I mean, it must be insanely popular if the whole team knows it. I, I listen to Power 106 every evening on my way in, and that that is our hip-hop station, one of them here in Los Angeles, and it's on pretty much every night. So it, it is a really popular song, especially in the mix. But one thing... I should point out to you, Clay, Lil Dicky is a white rap artist, and obviously we all know Freaky Friday the movie. The whole point of the song ah, is that I he, didn't even know Lil. Yeah, he. The whole point of the song is that he and Chris Brown trade places, so he's yes. joking in the song that he now can say those words. Yes. So it makes uh, it even actually, more interesting. And also, that's really awesome that I didn't even know Lil Dicky was white, which is, by the way. The use of the word "lil" uh, it, it throws me off anyway. So that this is this is awesome. There's so many different levels here. Uh, so is is it controversial that he is doing it? No, but I think that he and Chris Brown were kind of laughing as they recorded this because that that's one of the funny parts of the song is that right. they trade places. So Chris Brown is now a white rap artist, and Lil Dicky is now Chris Brown singing and dancing and using the N word. So this is the ebony and ivory of our age. Right. All right. This is that, so it's even more ridiculous that this would be controversial then, right? I mean to me because the the intent of the song is to ridicule the absurdities of our modern racial universe that we have created exactly. where everybody is walking around on eggshells all the time. All right. So I want to open up the phone lines here. Deadspin predictably has treated this as if it is just unacceptable. Uh, and the headline is even unfair. Video shows Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team chanting the N-word. Coach calls it teachable moment. Oh, man. Were they chanting the N-word or were they singing along with a popular rap song? So this story is ricocheting everywhere. Uh, again, this is Deadspin's headline, which again, I think also factors in with the way stories are played out. Video: The headline is, video shows Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team chanting the N-word. Coach calls it a teachable moment. Uh, that is their headline at Deadspin. It features the video, uh, and it is, uh, it is obviously uh, written as if this is like the peak of racial insensitivity in 2018. Uh, and there's also some uh, p- pieces here uh, from somebody on Snapchat saying, please take the video down. We weren't trying to be offensive. Uh, and so I, uh, I want to get all of your reactions because my argument here is this. And I want you to be clear about my argument. We have so de-legitimized uh, conversations on race in this country that basically we have boiled them down to If you use a racial slur, you are racist. It doesn't matter the context. It doesn't matter the content. It doesn't matter anything other than the fact that if you are anybody other than black 
and you use the N-word in a song that is used to ridicule the creation of separate universes and is throwing them, us turning them asunder via, you remember the, t- the movie back in the day, Freaky Friday. I didn't know. I didn't know the background on this song. It's not like I'm an expert on modern pop music. Uh, but this, to me, seems to be the very intent of the song that is being embraced by this Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team. You heard all the quotes from the coach where he's throwing himself on the sword, begging for people not to be offended, hoping that his players are not going to get suspended for this. Am I crazy for believing that this is the fount of ridicule? This is the end of identity politics. This is where we all end up, where certain people can use certain words, even when these Virginia Tech lacrosse players are singing along with the song that they love and respect by a white rapper and a black guy and pointing out the absurdity of our different speech patterns based on things that we don't control, such as the color of our skin. I want your phone calls. I want you to be smart. I want you to be intelligent. I want you guys to talk about this. Let's make America better. 877-996-6369. My contention, it is stories like these which continue to divide us and create absurdity. Context matters. Here was there an intent to be racist? God, no. Yet it is still a controversy. And this is a controversy, frankly, that is taking place now on college campuses on a regular basis because everybody can grab Snapchat. Everybody can grab the video with their phones. And if you're rapping along with a uh, with a karaoke uh, event which literally puts oftentimes the lyrics in front of you is this racist is this something that kids should get suspended for i think it's insane i think it's an example of our country going crazy but you can certainly disagree be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage with clay travis weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. A group of Virginia Tech women's lacrosse players celebrated their win over Elon on Saturday by singing along with a bunch of different songs. Uh, One of them was this song, Freaky Friday, about Chris Brown and Lil Dicky switching places. Included in the uh, rap lyrics, the N-word, it is now considered to be racist. Uh, There is much outrage. Will these girls be suspended? I think it is just absolutely insane and i'm starting off the show with a plea that will probably fall much on deaf ears the way that we talk about race in this country is fundamentally broken people say racism is bad which essentially means that white people that's all they say i guarantee you there will probably not be another white guy who talks on the radio about sports that will even touch this because they'll be like what do I gain by discussing this story if somebody gets offended if somebody says something wrong next thing you know it's a huge controversy some people run from controversial topics I run to them because I think oftentimes we don't discuss the reality of life in 2018 we just talk in banalities Racism is bad. Uh, Sexism is bad. We don't get into the actual nitty gritty and say, you know what? Context matters in stories such as these. In my opinion, 
this is not racism or even anything remotely close to racism. And what we have done is we have built a universe where a certain segment of the population just automatically brands every single thing under the sun racist. And as a result, I believe, I see it all the time, white people are just like, screw it, I'm not getting involved in this conversation. And that's because they're always the villains. My position on racism in the 21st century in this country, particularly as it pertains to the world of sports, is that the country is a lot different now than it was in 1968, 50 years ago. In 1968, you basically had white people and black people in this country. And racism was a function of white and black interaction, frequently white with power, black without power. That is not the case in 2018. A huge percentage of people who are listening to this show right now are Asian, they are Hispanic, they are of mixed race, they may be Native American. There is a huge, massive melting pot of race and culture in the United States in 2018 that has nothing to do with white and black people. And my position is that the way we talk about racism in 2018 is the same way that we talked about racism in 1968 and that it's fundamentally broken. I got a crazy proposition for you. I believe that every race has people who are racist. There are Asian racists. There are Hispanic racists. There are black racists. And there are white racists. The only people who are really considered racist by and large in this country, in this day and age, are white people. And as a result, white people are like, I'm just out of this conversation. I'm not interested in having this conversation because this is how I get fired from my job. I think one reason we have Donald Trump is not because a lot of people who voted with Donald Trump agree with everything that he said. I think it's because they feel like our national discourse is so artificially stilted that they're happy that somebody is just pointing out the absurdity. And I think, frankly, this story being covered by frequently a far left-wing sports media. Again, this is the headline that's up on Deadspin. These girls win a game in women's lacrosse at Virginia Tech. Then they go celebrate and sing along with a bunch of different songs. One of the songs, or multiple of the songs, go up on Snapchat, and somebody decides they are offended by the girls singing along with the rap song Freaky Friday by Lil Dicky, who's a white guy, contemplating what his life would be like if he was a black guy, while Chris Brown is a black guy, contemplating what his life would be like if he were a white guy. It's a comedic rap song designed to skewer the way that we talk about race in the modern era. And yet these Virginia Tech girls who love this song are rapping along with it, paying homage to the song because they like it, and it has become a massive controversy where people are calling for them to be suspended. And the headline, again, from Deadspin is... Video shows Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team chanting the N-word as if they were just running around screaming racial slurs as opposed to, you know, singing a song. Again, this is the headline. Video shows Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team chanting the N-word. Coach calls it a teachable moment. 
Um, I want to get all of your calls. We got loaded lines. I'm going to go to those momentarily. Let me first bring in Eddie Garcia. Eddie, what's shaking the world sports? Clay, we'll start with news from the NFL where owners passed a new rule that will expand penalties for helmet-to-helmet contact that's similar to college football's targeting rule. Under the new rule, a player will be penalized 15 yards and subject to ejection if he lowers his head to initiate and make contact with his helmet against an opponent. Owners also unanimously approved the simplified catch rule that includes control, two feet down, or another body part and a football move to complete a catch. In NBA games of note, Rockets win without MVP candidate James Harden, giving the night off to rest as they beat the Bulls 118-86 for their 10th straight victory. Wizards over the Spurs 116-106. San Antonio also lost star LaMarcus Aldridge to a knee injury. I'll have an MRI later today. Warriors still playing without their top four players lose to the Pacers 92-81. Clippers beat the Bucks 105-98. LA is a game and a half back in Minnesota for the final playoff spot in the West. The support brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. A couple of coaching hires in college basketball. Louisville has reportedly agreed on a seven-year deal with Xavier's Chris Mack to be their next head coach. And Pittsburgh reportedly hires Duke assistant Jeff Capel as their new head basketball coach. Good stuff there, Eddie Garcia. Uh, all right, I want to bring in the crew. I said I was going to bring them in. Sometimes they agree with me. Other times they don't. We're talking about the controversy that has ensued, and I can't believe this is a real story, uh, for the Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team rapping along to a popular Lil Dicky song. Uh, Danny G, you are the resident hip-hop expert because you used to work at a hip-hop station. You obviously are familiar with this song. When you see this story, the intersection of rap, sports, and race uh do you in some way just throw up your hands and say my god what's happened to the country or am i missing something here no you're not missing anything i think we may all agree on this one if it had been any other song i would cringe seeing that snapchat video but the whole point of this song is that little dicky is now chris brown you heard him singing saying oh my god i have a neck tattoo I'm in my DMs, holy blank, I have a kid. And and then he says, I wonder if I could say the N-word. And then he says it a couple of times. So it's done in a comedic fashion. And, and it's not, and this is important, for people out there who are rap fans, this has not been a controversial song. It's been an embraced song. Right, people right. like it. It's And it's been a humorous song, which is why it took off as quickly as it did. So in my mind, I think that's why the girls thought it was okay to sing it the way they were because that's the whole point of the song uh justin cooper uh are you also uh on in my mind here that this is a ridiculous sports rap race culture conflict and by the way i think deadspin deserves i I ridicule deadspin a lot because i think they're unfair in the way they cover stories but how about the use of this as a headline Video shows Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team chanting the N-word. I mean, that's just flagrantly unfair to them, which is probably one reason why this story has helped to go viral. They weren't chanting the N-word. They were singing along to an insanely popular current rap song being rapped by a white guy who pretended to be black in the song, uh, which is intriguing in and of itself because it is suggesting that many young people in this country, people younger than me, are rejecting the absurdity of this like idea that if you use a word, it means that you are racist, which we have somehow created in this universe, which lacks all con- uh, all ability to contemplate context. 
There's a difference between hurling a racial slur at someone as an intent to wound them and rapping along to one of the most popular songs on the radio today, Justin Cooper. Am I right here or am I crazy? I couldn't agree more, and, I, and the, the headline is the most infuriating part about it. If I was you know, one of those girls in the video, I might even try to like sue Deadspin for libel. I mean, that's just... Uh, it's it's a little ridiculous, and it, and it makes me think of I don't know if you remember Clay back when uh, Bill Maher made a joke on, on yes, Real Time. I do remember that. Yes, and and I know uh, we've had uh, we've had him it was as about a, being whether or not he was a house slave or whether he was a field slave, basically. Right. And and I know we've had uh, this guy on on the show as a guest, but Ice Cube uh, came on his very next show after that episode and was was talking to him about it. And I, and I love Ice Cube. I think he's awesome. But it was something that he said, and I was I was like, I don't, you know, he I, he said something like he said, "That's our word now. You can't have it back." And I was thinking, man, I rap along to Ice Cube songs all the time, and so Ice Cube would look down at me for rapping along to his songs. It, it just it I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me because it, it like you said, it's not. There's no you know racist tones behind it. You're you know, paying homage to the song. I, I doubt Ice Cube would want only black people to buy his albums. So it's not okay for white people to sing along to the songs that he wrote. And then the same thing goes with this. I don't see how you can deem any of those girls racist just because they're singing along to a song. It's stupid. Not only singing along to a song, literally singing along to one of the most popular songs in the country right now. Uh, all right, Jason Martin has been fielding all these calls. I'm guessing you agree with us so far, Jason Martin. This is a ridiculous controversy. Yeah, it's a sad controversy. It's a it's a tough issue because yeah, you can step into it and stuff, and you know maybe the judgment of actually posting the video wasn't the most brilliant move. But in terms but of that the overall to me, deal, hold on. A second. That, to me, is probably evidence that the girls feel like they did nothing wrong at all. Like, if you thought that well, yeah. what you were doing was going to be controversial in any way, you probably don't post it on Snapchat and your social media accounts, right? Like, because you're just thinking to yourself, hey, we won a game, and we're celebrating, and look at us singing all these songs. And then the next thing you know, like, everybody's publicly branding you a racist, and Deadspin has a post up, which is probably the first post deadspin has ever done in the history of women's lacrosse and the headline is video shows virginia tech women's lacrosse team chanting the n-word um let's go to uh, some of your calls and obviously uh, as you hear somebody drop off you can hop on but i'm curious what you guys think uh and uh, obviously we've got uh, loaded lines all uh, 10 right now from across the country jose in fremont what's what's your take here jose What's up, fellas? Hey, real quick, not to hijack it, but I couldn't call last week. That porn star that got offended by boobs, maybe she thought you were talking about like boob like an idiot because they're not always the smartest <laughs> people. So check this out. Look, here's the thing with me. If, if, in, in any race, if you're going to use a word that's racially used against you, no matter what race you are, when you enable that word amongst yourselves and then you have racism amongst yourself when you're calling people Uncle Tom's and whatnot, you're enabling others to use it as well. So if, if, if you have a problem with the word, regardless of who uses it, then don't use it. Just like they did the Biggie, uh, Biggie Smalls and Tupac uh, uh, you know, specials all last week. And, you know, they got a, the rappers all got together and decided, hey, we're not going to beef anymore. 
So get all together and stop using the damn word, plain and simple. What's your ethnic background, Jose? I am Hispanic. So when Taco Bell said run for the border and that was a controversy, I wasn't offended, brother. I love Taco Bell and I'll still eat it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting to me, though, too, uh, Jose, because this goes to my point. America in 2018 is not just a white and black country. Do you sometimes feel as a Hispanic guy when you see racial controversies emerge between white and black people like this doesn't involve me? Like, are you just like a bystander? I mean, I'm curious as a Hispanic guy what you think when you see racial controversies like this happen. Do you think that you would be more able to rap along to this song because you're Hispanic than a white person? I mean, this is just this is where we get into the absurdity of our modern racial politics. How do Hispanics, which are actually the largest minority group in the country actually fit into this this discussion me personally i get offended when they try to like when they say black and brown because you know what we don't have the don't say black and brown if this is your fight claim the fight if we have an issue we have plenty of people that are our stars that can speak for us but we're not we're not tripping like that if you're claiming the fight then claim the fight as your own but don't put us in it that's how i feel Thanks for the call, Jose. Let's go to uh, Brian in Louisville. What's up, Brian? Uh, this is my first time calling in the radio, so I try to make this decent. But uh, yeah. I was calling because I wanted to make a general con- comment about the issue as well as talk about a couple other things because I got a little bit more information now. Um, the first thing I think is uh, I know the song that they're talking about with Ludwig and Chris Brown. It's a decent song. I like it, and I don't think that what they're saying is it's probably not racist, like you said, but I would say in the concept of like the bigger issue of things, because there's a plenty of rap songs that people could sing along that'll say like racist words and, and things like that. And people can always do that just because it is in a song doesn't necessarily make it okay. And that would be my opinion on it because, you know, it's one thing to sing along with a song and you say, yeah, you do that. I don't think you're racist for doing that, but if you are so nonchalant about doing it, then my thought would be, as a black person, my thought would be that when the doors are closed, you probably use that word in some other type of way. It's similar to, like, if you were an eight-year-old kid and you sing a cuss word in a song and your parents come in and they're like, hey, you can't say that cuss word or you get in trouble, you're thinking you're punished or something like that. Now, you might walk off and use that word all the time as a kid, but you're not going to use it around your parents no more because you know you would get in trouble. And it's kind See, of I just it's an interesting wonder. point. Th- thanks for the call. I just I, I'm a white person, right? In my entire life as a white person, and, and I, I it's hard for me to go back to when I was like ten or eleven, but I don't think as an adult white person, let's just say, I don't think I've ever heard a white person use a racial slur in my in conversation where I was involved in any way. And by involved, I mean hearing people use a racial slur in the context as an adult of me hearing them say it. So I just don't buy into the fact that there's maybe, maybe there are tons of white people. I don't know just sitting around as soon as they're around other white people, shutting the door around my age, just racist as hell and cursing like crazy and dropping in bombs like crazy. Maybe that happens regularly. I've never seen it happen in my life. So I can only judge by my experience from the time I'm 18 to 38 I have literally never heard a white person in conversation use a racial slur. Now, maybe that's a rarity. I don't think it is. So I don't necessarily buy in with Brian's argument there that if you're rapping along to a to a rap song, that that means that you're going to be using, in a different context, a racial slur. 
I think it's actually, if you're a big rap fan, I think you're probably less likely to be racist. That's my opinion. Could be wrong, but I think if you were looking at rap fans, I think they would be less likely to be racist because you are spending your money and embracing predominantly a black art form, which to me makes it less likely that you are going to be racist. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io.